Hello and welcome to another Patreon special episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas. But really, it's kind of just whatever we want to talk about. And I say we because I'm also joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Jason. Hello. 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 How's it going, everybody? Oh, you know, they're all loving it. They all are having a great time. I can confirm. I can confirm. 100%. 100%. And you know why they're having a great time? Because this is a very special, or one might say, I just got this idea because another thing that I had planned failed episode where we are putting together our own uh, all night film festivals. I mean, we're getting into the Halloween season, right? I mean, getting into September and as soon as September happens, it's the Halloween season. Fuck is, Hall- is Halloween happening this year? Is there, is there, is, are we you can't stop. Halloween? Bitch, you can't stop Halloween. You can't okay. do it. You can't I'm, do it. I'm no. Glad. Yeah. No, no, you can't stop it. You can't stop it. Today I went to, you know, a coffee shop and I had my first thing of pumpkin spice and bam, it's officially the spooky season. <laughs> Is that how that works? When the pumpkin yeah, yeah. spice comes out? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When I get my basic bitch claws into <laughs> my pumpkin spice, uh, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be great. Uh, <laughs> but now I guess because I love Halloween so much. Like I um, have been really bummed out quite honestly about, I have children that are pretty young, like, who look forward to Halloween, quite honestly, like, right after it ends. Like, they ask all year long when Halloween. They're not old enough to understand, like, you know, time. Um, but they, you know, are always like, when's Halloween, right? And I'm starting to feel really bummed out that I'm going to have to be like, Halloween's canceled, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, like, you don't need to say Halloween is canceled. I like, like I do. I got to be honest I mean, with I- well, I mean, you can be honest with them, but you could just celebrate it differently. I mean, it probably it's going to take more work, but like I don't know, like you could ce- celebrate it differently. I guess Let's figure out some <laughs> different way. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't have any kids, so like all Halloween, and I don't like to go to parties, so all Halloweens are the same. Like no matter if you canceled Halloween this year, yeah. I would still celebrate it the exact same way. Yeah, I'd be, um, I'd be the same way if I wasn't taking kids trick or treating. You know, I'd just be like, I'm still watching horror movies, is what I do all year long, anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just—I don't know. It feels like special. Like I don't know why. It does. Yeah. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're watching it, when you're watching it in October, and you know, I, I'm looking forward to actually being able to enjoy uh, October season this year, um, because yeah. every year my work schedule during October is just the worst. Like I have insane October last year. I was working uh, sixty-hour midnight shifts um like 60 hour weeks and then some weeks it would go to like 100 hours and i was like all i was like i was like running on the most fumes i could uh is that because you you work for ghouls i wish that would be fun but no i worked for (laughs) i worked for a company where i was the only person who was reliable and we had the we had like a million dollar show so um i had to pretty much uh put all that together and not get paid a million dollars, but I got yeah. paid fine. Right. They have all their stuff to do. They have flesh to eat. They have um, <laughs> graves to dig, and you know. <laughs> well, they were Americans, so I mean, exactly. looking at your country, pretty much the same thing. 
Uh, but one, one of the things that, <laughs> that I always get excited for, uh, but I never do it. I'll be honest. I never do this. But there's uh, always local cinemas that have like all night movie marathons where they, you know, they get together, put out a 12 hour period and they put together like a, a list of films to watch and, you know, an experience with a crowd. And like, it's supposed to be like a really good time. And I'm always like, oh, I want to do that. But again, my work schedule is almost always to the point where I just can't. Like, I'm like, no, my brain will not allow me to do this. Like, I I need the sleep. I cannot do all night midnight screenings. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm well, I mean, yeah, I can't do it because I have, you know, children at home. But yeah, I mean, different reasoning. But yeah, um, I really love movie marathons. I've been to a few, um, but it's been a long time, mostly just because of time, you know, um, Right. So yeah. And I hope, you know, do yeah, it exactly. And do it and do it at home. And especially right now, like, uh, I don't yeah. care what fucking Tom Cruise says in his shitty ass mask, uh, and his, you know, Scientology brain. Uh, don't go into a movie theater guys right now. Because don't your feeling level isn't at where it needs to be to fight off COVID. That's <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll send your check in the mail. <laughs> the fucking feet and check. God Yes, the less money, the more money you spend, the more your thetan level changes. <laughs> what a what a what a coincidence! What a coincidence! But but you know, I, I I last last Halloween I heard a few podcasts do this, so you know I just kind of ripped it off and talked about it for our own to make our oh, own little shit. movie marathon. Um, you know, it's oh, fine. Us, please, oh this please, oh this idea that you invented on this other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming that. for us they're coming for us <laughs> like hey motherfucker <laughs> you know we no one's made a... that premise <laughs> okay nobody ever marathoned a goddamn movie before <laughs> our podcast we in made it in <laughs> oh goodness gracious so we have uh, pretty much how this is going to work. We have uh, pretty much planned a screening from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., a night of movies. Uh, and we're pretty much going to go one by one for terms of like okay. opening what, what movie we're going to open with and um, and then talk about what you would open the theme with, what you would do that. And we talk about the movies a little bit and say like what you're trying to start, what tone you're trying to set and cool. blah, 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 blah. I put a lot of thought into this because, again, having listened to that podcast in, in 2018 and I'm being like, I can do better than that. Um, so basically, I'm calling them on, too. So Talk all them. this is a ruse to just make me look like a jackass is what you're trying to say. <laughs> I put no, no thought into this whatsoever. But, but ahead, that would be even better, though. But like, okay. you know what I mean? Like, but like that could end up even even better because it's just like a natural flow. Right. Like okay. your brain just puts it into a natural flow. Like it's I would I'm actually really interested to see how it kind of shapes out, because with with anything, there is a certain level of by the seat of your pants, like pantsing. Uh, it's like it's like storytelling, basically. We're, we're now being... all throughout high school. <laughs> oh, I, you know, <laughs> the, the high school episode of this podcast was <laughs> lost. So um, yeah. <laughs> nobody ever has to hear that one <laughs> until we get really desperate and re-release it. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, would you i'm gonna start off um so this is my 6 p.m 6 p.m showing and we'll Mm -hmm. you'll kind of get to see where i'm going theme wise and have some little bit of hints as we go down but 
starting off, 6 p.m., the original Return of the Living Dead. That's what I'm going with. Cool. That's what I'm going with to set the tone of the night. That movie so much. It's so much fun. Um, it's just a, it's a crazy good movie. It's like one of the best horror comedies of all time, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. And it just it has this level of energy that I think really starts the night off well, right? Yeah. Like, if you're getting it, like... There's usually um, it, where we get to the middle is where I get a little wonky as okay. I, so I want to do. Do you want to talk about it a little bit, or do you want me to just go with my? No, no, no. Yeah, of course, I'd love to talk about it. So basically, uh, Return of the Living Dead. If you have not seen it, is just like you doing classic, classic horror splatter fest. Like it is really funny zombie movie, and it's basically some. It's one of those movies that is ingrained in culture and you don't actually know the, how much it's ingrained in culture because the whole zombie eat brains thing is from that movie pretty much mm-hmm. like if you watch romero zombies like romero zombies don't go just for brains they're eating guts and they're eating everything else right. and before that there's like voodoo stuff and the real brains we're here for brains <laughs> all comes from the best Return of so good yeah. well because it's such a like so another thing of that is just wonderful about this movie is the effects fucking sequences, right? Oh like it's God. got like the best, like the best. The Tar Man is one of the best looking effects ever. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's just outstanding. And they do a lot of really creative and inventive, uh, inventive things with this movie. And they're just constantly kind of like upping themselves, which is always really impressive, especially in a movie like this, when they're just kind of expanding what they're doing, what they're tackling and how they do it. And uh, it's a franchise that sucks, but it's a movie yeah, that yes. doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. Like the it, 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 and really, it's just the how creative they get with how silly the film is, with how grotesque it's look, it looks at the same time. Like you said, the effects of Return of the Living Dead are insane. Like t- to this day, they look incredible. They just look. They're the most disgusting looking zombies, I think, in ever, film history, maybe. Ever, man. I, I mean, like, I recently watched the second one just because I had never seen it. And the second one is not bad. It's still, it's. I mean, it's not great. It's not great. Second one has moments, though. Like, it's it's funny and goofy, but the yeah. it, like the effects can't match up. And it's like every other zombie movie that I've seen, like, they're not, never as goopy as they are in this movie, I think. And it's just, you know, you really can't replicate it and i also just think it gets the night off to like a blast right like you get into the movie theater with all your friends got a whole bunch of popcorn is where you're getting rowdy and just having a great time right Mm -hmm. and you know you haven't even mentioned like uh leanna quigley right (laughs) no i have not mentioned uh, leanna quigley Um, (laughs) i mean jesus dude I, i was pretty young when i saw that film the first time and i'm pretty sure i instantly went through puberty during the middle of that yeah yeah you know what i can i can believe it i can believe it uh (laughs) what about you and uh it's interesting that you went the route of um entertaining your audience because i went to the (laughs) (laughs) okay hell okay 120 days of sodom uh you know no 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 um so i was thinking you know six films Starting at 6 p.m., beginning, ending at 6 a.m., right? 666, we're having a night of Satan. Right? So my films are, I'm just going to tell you, my, my theme is Satan films, not possession films, per se, right? 
because I don't right. want to. I don't. I don't want to put together. Um, I'm just telling you what's not on my list. I'm not going to put like The Exorcist on here because everyone's fucking seen it, right? I right. want somebody to come and have an experience um, from beginning to end. And I guess I'm just geared towards film nerds more than just like pure outrageous entertainment, which I don't. I don't think the what, that outrageous entertainment is probably the better decision. But that's just not where I went. So I yeah, no, that's fine. With, the 1922 film Haxon. <laughs> what? I mean, I love Haxon. Haxon is great. <laughs> that's that's an interesting way to start a right. midnight. So the reason I started with that film um, is I wanted because that film is about submerging you in what really happens and also fiction. So I thought I sort of had this idea of like um, getting the audience into a starting like slow and descending into madness so the films get um increasingly crazier and crazier as as they get closer to modern day as well for the most part so Haxon is um a documentary if you don't know uh, directed by benjamin christensen 1922 goes through the history of witchcraft and magic also has some fiction stuff in it pretty sure it's out there you can watch a bunch of places it's totally phenomenal if that's your sort of thing like me um and like occult stuff uh it's definitely worth your time but yeah like i said my approach was to i guess bore the audience if they're not into that thing so you know Fuck no me. but i mean hey man you you you're gonna pretty much uh, either sink or swim rather quickly right like if the you know oh it's gonna get worse accent, well i mean starting out with that movie is definitely gonna set a tone and that if people aren't in for that tone they're just gonna leave right like just right. Gonna be like all right fuck you you get out of here <laughs> If you're in for this journey, strap in. And honestly, those are the um, people I want. I don't want you fucking jocks at my god. <laughs> <laughs> As in, unlike me, who's building it for jocks. Um, so I've, I've, I kind of planned little interstitial things to happen uh, oh, in between some of my movies. And like, uh, I, I wanted to kind of, you know, Basically, what what I pretty much noted is uh, I'm gonna there's gonna be like some trailers in between the movies so people can cool. have a chance to go to the washroom and do things like that. And the end trailer will be or, or somewhere in there will be a trailer that's gonna hint towards the next film. See, when they come in, they're not gonna know. I'm not I'm not telling them what they're seeing. So it's basically so like you're coming to in, lay down money, and not know what they're coming to see. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. I'm I'm ride or dies. I'm not fucking I'm not fucking revealing what is coming. <laughs> forward i'm a fucking magician bro this is, this is i'm fucking doing this for real how much are you charging for this uh you know uh, let's see uh because i'm gonna i'd probably charge like 20 bucks okay for the night for the night wouldn't be and and i would have mainly be focusing on getting my money uh in beer because i'd get a beer permit and just have a whole bunch of beer okay and yeah, and like beer and popcorn, and, and make more of my money off of concessions. I'm not gonna like fucking rake someone over the coals, right? Like you know. Well, I'm just curious uh, if they're not gonna know what it is. I definitely would lay twenty dollars just to if I you know wasn't doing anything and I wanted to do something um, Halloween esque um, during that time of year. Twenty bucks is fuck can't go wrong with that for six films, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like you know, I'm, I'm you assuming I just six films at home from fucking Prime with twenty bucks. You oh know? God no! God no! God no! So, you know, we got about 15 minutes for you to do your business. And then the trailer, there's a trailer that comes on 
and I'm going to tell you the trailer and then I'm going to see if you can like, if you can figure out what the next movie is going to be. Hmm. I'm going to guess you won't because this is like dumb. The reason why I have this is kind of dumb, but the trailer packet that will end this little break portion is a trailer for the video dead. Do you even know what the video dead is? Uh, yes. Well, I know it's a film. The video dead. Okay. The video dead is real bad. Like it's real bad. I've never seen it, but I I was aware it was a film. Um, so, but what, wait, wait, is that what the film you're going to show is? No, no, no. That's the hint towards the film. I'm going to show. Ooh. And let's just say somebody somewhere when they were releasing the film that you're going to show that I'm going to show took inspiration parrot. I'm going to guess terror vision. Yes. Somebody knows that double feature. Yeah. 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 Terror vision. Right. Yes. Terror Vision is so good. Terror Vision is such a wild movie. Yes, it and is. it's like, it's again, like, it's like, it's the movies are coming out to like attack you, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the monster is like projected the through the screen. Looks so red- it's such a good movie. Like the so characters ridiculous. in that film are bananas dumb. Um, ah, such an, it's such like of its time too. I love that movie. Right. Yeah. So it's like it kind of and it fits really well. Like I even think like it would just be a great double feature with Return of the Living Dead um, because like I think they both have like a very similar tone and a very similar feel to them, Um, whereas it gets a little goofier. Uh, Terror Vision is way is goofier than Return of the Living Dead and it's not as gory and it's a bit more like a monster movie and everything like that which transitions pretty well into my next movie. So that's why I didn't put it first. I put it second, Mm. but I do think it maintains that level of enjoyment and fun uh, that I really want. Cause you know, I really want people get, get into it before I, I get into the fucking weird shit. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's really interesting. You chose fun, um, off the wall, bananas films. I chose dead serious films. Um, and that's like where I went with it. Um, dry as fucking toast, right? So I probably should <laughs> be offering a bunch of liquor because I think you need to be liquored up. Um, so I think I'm going to have an all-inclusive, you know? You come yeah. in, you pay like, I don't know, 50 bucks per person, but it's an open bar. <laughs> okay, damn. All right. Yep. Fuck, man. Better be happy I don't go to that theater, man. You're going to lose money. <laughs> I gotta win you over somehow. Um, <clears throat> I went with the Jacques Tourneau 1957 film next, Night of the Demon. Have you ever seen this movie? Nice. I have not. That's the one that has the monster, though. Like, it's the yeah, very correct. famous looking monster. It's been on my list forever. Like, of it's one of those movies. Me. Yeah, go ahead. Um, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, it's it's one of those movies that is always on the brim. Uh, brim. Blah, blah, blah. I almost always watch it. Like I'm almost ready to press play and then I go do something else and then I come back and it's off the service. Like I remember for years it was on shutter. And then when I finally went to go and watch it on shutter, it was, it was off shutter. So I think it's on, um, I think you could just watch it on fucking YouTube right now. What? Really? 
or like well, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna I'm gonna see it at this uh, film festival. You find okay. Oh. Um, if you don't know, Jack Torrance is uh, fa- famous for Cat People, right? Um, the original Cat People, which is a fucking great movie too. But I even think Night Demon is as good um, of a film, in my opinion. Um, it, you know, um, this is also sort of where uh, a little mini um, theme emerges, which is detective film slash um, Satanist. So a couple of these films. Um, in the middle are, as we get into fiction, are about people investigating other people, um, either hired or a family members of, and discovering like a cult, a satanic cult behind it. Okay, um, okay. What this film is as well. It's about an American psychologist who um, travels to England to investigate a guy who might be a Satanist and responsible for the murders. And as you said, there's a very famous monster in here. So obviously you know the outcome of that. Uh, but it's a really great movie, a really underappreciated film, I think. Um, you know, so yeah, that's what I went with next. No, that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Like again, uh, you know, this is that's the kind of stuff that I you don't get to see on the movie theaters too often, right? Right. What, one of the what one of the reasons why your list is is so appealing so far is you know that's stuff that you probably will never be able to see on the big screen again. Like it just you know. It just doesn't happen. You don't get right. to see too much. Yeah, that's sort of what I thought. That's kind of like why I was like, you know, if I'm going to go with the satanic theme, I'm not going to put the the omen, even though I love that film to death, or The Exorcist, because somewhere, somehow, you're going to be able to see that film in movie theaters. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so that's that's great. You know, that's really good. That's really smart, right? You, you seem to be a man with a mission. <laughs> My so screening is also, I'm also a man on a mission Uh-oh. and it's on a mission to lull you into thinking, you know, what the night is going to hold and then not having any idea. Hmm. So we have our break. We have our break. You know, we have all the trailers. You're enjoying some, you know, classic movies. Right. And then the, the trailer packet ends with the trailer for the classic basket case. Hmm. I love that film. It's a great film. And there's a very good reason why I chose that because the same director also directed the film that I'm about. Okay. So it's Frank Kenla. Is it um, Frankenhooker? No. Bad no, biology? My friend. No, my friends. It's brain damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah. brain damage is one of the most like psychedelic, colorful. Yeah. Great film imaginative movies i've ever seen and it's one of those things where like it's an insane film and i would just love to see this on the big screen with a big projector and like all of the colors and all of the like zany ways of things happening and i just think it would be amazing um so basically uh i i am at the point where i'm gonna have to start explaining what the movies are because these are not going to just be movies that are probably super well known and i i don't oh, even think man, i would say if you have not seen Brain Damage, don't listen to the explanation of this. Just go watch it and don't know you anything know about it. That's fair. That's fair. Because um, it is a bananas film. It is bun- like I, we people, you hear people describe that about like things like Chopping Mall. Oh, it's bananas. No, 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 no. No. Brain Damage is uh, next level bananas in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I love I love Chopping Mall. Uh, you know, yeah, if you yeah, haven't yeah, seen yeah. it, watch yeah. the movie. I love Chopping, but Chopping Mall is not bananas. Chopping Mall is just like a fun movie. Well, uh, I mean, it depends on what you're talking about. The characters in that movie are fucking bananas. 
Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, it, again, nothing compares to the Hand and Leather no. Classic, which is brain damage, nothing. which is basically um, Frank Hand and Leather uh, incorporates a being who is voiced by none other than the horror host Zachary Lee <laughs> to play this refined brain stem slug. It looks like a penis. Which 100% looks like a penis. Like, oh man, you brought Freud back. I, it, that's what they should have done in Bill and Ted. They should have brought Freud back and then made him watch Brain Damage. Uh, a, a Brain Damage and Alien double feature. And then, you know, just see what would happen to his, his brain. Uh, but basically what happens is this penis slug, um, it has a tongue that it can insert into a person's brain stem, basically. And then it it feeds them psychedelic euphoric imagery yeah. into directly into their brain. And right. in order to continue the drug, like providing the drug, they pretty much have to do whatever the creature wants them to do. And that is underselling the movie because yeah, it's it really so it really fucking insane. Like the visuals in this movie are some of the craziest visuals I've ever seen. And it, and it, and it, it didn't do its job because its job is like, Hey, drugs is bad. You shouldn't, you shouldn't want to do drugs. Cause then, you know, you'll be killing people for a brain slug voiced by Zachary. But like, I watched this movie and I was like, do I have to start doing drugs? Cause this looks awesome. Whoa, <laughs> this is rad. Yeah. And Frank you know, Hellotter, it's clearly like about how Frank Hellotter was addicted to drugs. Like that's clearly what this film is about. But also, oh, penis, maybe. Oh yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. But can you imagine? So you've watched two, just flat out fun movies. Two movies that are fun to get drunk to, right? So when brain damage comes on, you're pretty drunk. Yeah. And then you're going like, "What the fuck?" All of a sudden, brain damage starts happening, and you're like. Did somebody spike my drink? Like, what is <laughs> happening? Like, is this okay? And, you know, you just put them through that experience. And, you know, that is... Uh, See, seeing seeing brain damage in the theater is worth the $20 alone. Right? I think. Right? right? Like, that, That um, I would definitely... I'd pay $20 to see that movie in the film, in, in that film in the theater. Not during, you know, not no. during uh, a pandemic... You know, I wouldn't pay any money to see any film right now. Do not go do it. Tenet will be on fucking TNT in like a week and a half. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's my that's my pick. That's a great pick. Um, I'm gonna continue to um, be the you know yin to your yang on this uh, on this ride. Um, and I picked the 1968 Terrence Fisher film, The Devil Rides Out, starring Christopher Lee. Oh, hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. Terrence By the Fisher way. Of Hammer Films. Yeah, it's a great film. Go ahead. Great film. Great film. Great film. I'm just going to say there's going to be some synchronicity in our next picks. I'm oh, interesting. Going. Is that what you picked for the next film? No, 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 no. That's a hell of a change over from... <laughs> um, the script of uh, Devil Rides Out was written by Richard Matheson. Um, and it may be his best screenplay, in my, you know, honestly. Um it's also a film that's about a man investigating another man who might be involved in Satanism. Um, and it's, you know, it's also sort of a, 
you know, detective story involving Satan. And I'm, I'm sort of a sucker for these types of films. Um, and this is a great example of it. I think it's a film worth seeking out. I think it's a film I would love to see in the movie theater. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Go seek it out. It's a good film. Nice. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, you have actually. Um, no, I, I. So you know, there's. You're actually bringing. Uh, I'm going to have a movie marathon. You know, I'm going to watch some of these movies because they sound <laughs> great. And you know, they. I was feeling know, the next three movies. You've definitely seen. I'm going to say probably you've seen at least two of them. Is my guess. I might be wrong, right. but we'll see. If my last, my my back end is when it starts getting a little crazier. But go ahead. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So you're having your break after, you know, after brain damage, you got to kind of sober up. You got to figure out something to do with your life and wonder (laughs) like what happened. You just saw this movie on the screen. You're watching trailers. All of a sudden the trailer packet ends with Jack Nicholson in wolf makeup. No. And James Spader. So the, the final trailer is for the movie wolf. Okay. It's the trailer wolf, but that's not what you're showing next, right? No, God, no. I'm not. I'm not here to torture the audience. <laughs> I would I'm ask not going... Oh, interesting. Interesting. Is the Mike Nichols film? No, no. See, you chose Hammer. I chose Amicus because we're talking oh. about the Beast Must Die. Uh, yes, yes. Have you Have you seen the Beast Must Die? I have. Yes. So there's a very, this one is, this is your break, right? This is your break from, you know, I'm giving you a break before I I throw you back in. Yeah. But it's very important for me to watch this movie in a theater with a whole bunch of people who probably haven't seen it for one reason, because I'm bringing an interactive element to this movie. Oh, you start killing people in the movie theater? Because that's sort of like a mystery. It's kind of like, um, and then there was none with a werewolf, right? That's sort of like right. the beast must die, And right? before you figure out who the werewolf is, there is a werewolf break in the movie. When mm-hmm. the werewolf break begins, we pause the movie and everyone gets to do a vote. So everyone goes around. They have like when you get into the movie theater, you get a, like a, a, a sheet, and you're not really going to understand it for a while. And it has a bunch of character names on it, uh, and their photos beside because you know we want to be nice in case they weren't paying attention too much. Uh, and everyone gets to vote on you know who they think the werewolf is uh, in in the movie. Mm-hmm. And you know someone goes around, they collect them, and they figure out uh, you know they figure out who wins, and then we play the movie. And then you find out who the werewolf is. And then everybody who got the werewolf right gets a drink ticket. Um, so it's like, if you guess this right, you get a free drink. So it's just like a fun, interactive uh, moment in the in the movie theater. Okay. That's and, cool. you know, this I love this movie. I love The Beast Must Die. Yeah, I think it's, it's a great blast. Movie. It's yes. so much fun. It's so it's very silly, but it's so much fun. There's like an amazing werewolf hunter, and it has a pretty diverse cast, to be honest with you. Like, you know, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a great time at the movies and it's nice for like, you know, that midnight, midnight era. Cause this will go right into the midnight time slot. Cool. Yeah. So he, in, um, I believe this is my, um, around that time frame as well. Right. This is right. The halfway yep. mark. Right? Um, and I figured I'd move in with the ultimate, in my opinion, noir Satanist film. The 1987 Alan Parker film Angel Heart with Robert De Niro. Oh, seen that one? Haven't seen that one either. Oh, really? I would have assumed you've seen this film. It is crazy. Um, it is sort of confusing. It's very much a like chaotic, really dark film. Um, it's it's just it's an experience. Like Angel Heart is a film that if the things that I described to you, like hard boiled detective satanist film that's really dark um interests you you should you should have already seen this film like it, it's it, it's a, it's definitely worth your time obviously i think so i picked it for my movie marathon perfect but yeah that yeah. sounds awesome that sounds awesome i really want to see that one i've i again that's a movie i've rented multiple times but they've just like expired or i had to bring it back <laughs> and it's de niro when you still gave a shit you know so that's right that's the thing. Like De Niro, um, it also has Mickey Rourke in his prime in it, right? Um, you know, it's it, it's a it's a film worth your time, in my opinion. Right. That's all. Right. Perfect. 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 So I hope you all enjoyed that dalliance with sanity. To, to you know, to briefly take a look at your life and go, oh yes, uh, I can figure out who the werewolf is. Like I, I have my shit together. Once The Beast Must Die ends, there's a trailer packet. And the trailer that ends this packet is for the movie Poltergeist. What do you think I'm playing next? Jesus. I, mean, I will tell could... you this. Zelda Rubenstein is in the next movie I'm playing. <laughs> what? What? Let me think. Let me think of Zelda Rubenstein films. Are you? <laughs> oh my god! I hope you haven't seen this. Are you going to show them like? I know she's in like Teen Witch. Is that what you're going to show them? <laughs> no, dude. No, I'm showing them the 1987 movie called Anguish. Oh, I've not seen this. No, you have not, not seen Anguish. No. So, oh, fuck. Are you okay? I'm going to spoil a little bit of this movie. That's fine. Spoil away. Okay. Because it it, it goes, if it wasn't so important to the theme as the night ends, then I wouldn't have spoiled it, but I'm going to spoil it. Okay, that's fine. You can spoil it. This movie starts like you think it's like a full 45-minute horror movie. Where you have Michael Lerner going around, <laughs> killing people for their eyes. Like he's running around, he's like tearing people's eyes out. Um, what? And, and every time he like goes out to murder somebody, it's because his mother has, who is played by Zelda Rubenstein, has telepathic powers and is telling him <laughs> to murder these people and take their eyes. First of all. Just Michael Lerner sitting like in my room in the dark. I, even if you're just playing, I'm making me a cup of tea is horrifying. 
<laughs> Michael Lerner couldn't take down Godzilla, and he couldn't take down Mom's Can you Imagine Zelda Rubenstein birthing Michael, a baby Michael Lerner. <laughs> yes. He's the, like he had, they definitely had those jowls at like a as <laughs> a newborn, right? In that head. All right, I'm sorry. I love Michael Lerner. I'm not trying to be hateful. Okay. I'm just saying. No, no. And this movie is amazing. But if you're paying attention, the movie doesn't make sense. <laughs> like the movie is like it's it's very weird. It's very disjointed. And you're trying to feel like, what is, where's is this movie going? Like, it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. And you're like 45 minutes into this movie. All of a sudden, it cuts to a movie theater watching the movie. Because you have spent 45 minutes setting up a movie with very graphic murders to find out that it's inside of a movie theater. Oh, and, and all these kids are watching it inside of the movie theater. And... <laughs> Suddenly, like, weird shit starts happening in the movie theater. Like, there's somebody is, like, sneaking around and, like, closing, uh, closing the doors, locking the doors. And it becomes a movie where everyone in the theater is basically being held hostage and becomes engrossed in their own horror movie. While this horror movie is happening so you're basically like torn into uh the world of the movie mixed with uh the real world and like um it's fucking crazy see i think we should for this like um you know they've just you know definitely they watched the beast must die but they also just watched um brain image right so you should have all this beer giving out you should have been lacing with lsd so when they get to the point of this (laughs) film and the movie becomes the movie, people are just tearing each other apart. It's like... Right, right, yeah. Am I in a movie? What is movie? Basically, my entire goal, and what Anguish does, totally makes you disassociate with reality. 100% is what that movie does. And that's just the taste of things to come. Oh, Interesting. I have two more movies. I know you only have, uh, I believe you only have one more movie, correct? Or, or no, 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 you have two more movies. I think I have one, I have seven movies because I, I did the time and like in order to, to make the 12 hour period, you have longer movies though. Like, uh, I know I have a few of movies. That are... well, but also I was thinking of like breaks and stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah. Action's yeah, like exactly. 12, two hours. Um, right yeah and angel heart is like two hours and everything like that right so like you know is is is, uh a much is like two and a half hours i think right yeah so exactly so yours actually fits in perfectly too so um so yeah my next film is when i get a little bit um gorier right um and, and go to one of my favorite films in this genre that's a little bit different. You know, we've, we've done the detective thing, right? Right. And we're going to an 85 film. It's funny. My film goes to a movie theater as well. 85 written by Dario Argento directed by Mario Bava demons. The 1985 film demons. Um, okay. Okay. Have you seen this film? Oh Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. How do you feel? You, you, what do you think? Oh, no, I love demons. I love demons. Um, 
yeah anyways uh yep keep talking keep talking i've got to change my list slightly uh, is it really is that what you selected oh yeah demons was uh, demons was originally what i'm ending was ending the night with um wow i mean yeah listen you know i think um demons is just such a great um ah oh, man it's it's such a it's such a great combination of like campiness, but also like actual tension that exists in that film. It, it's a very like, Hey, one, basically a one room horror film, right? Like they're all trapped in this, um, this movie theater, um, with these, where people are turning into demons and they just start fucking attacking them. Um, and, um, it, I think it's a great time if I'm going to have a movie, especially a um a movie um a, a list of movies that like start this slow to have like just a burst of energy and i think that this right. film um has that especially at this time frame during the festival right yeah. is when you um have gotten through angel it's a really dark film it's a plotting film um you have a bunch of beer in you now you can like rip it up a little bit so that's kind of what i was thinking of um and if you haven't seen demons it's uh, a great film. Uh, oh I yeah, Demons. It's it's Demons a, is such a blast. It's a blast. Yes. So that was kind of what I was. Uh, that's what I was going with. Yeah, that's actually that's perfect. Your your time slot is actually is perfect for that because that's when people really start to like doze off and kind of disassociate and kind of and and I took advantage of that to fuck with people. And you took it, and you all wanted to like continue your festival with people who want to be there and understand what life is. It's also a film I really would just love to see in the movie. Again, it, it follows the trend of like it's a movie I want to see in the movie theater. Like, and I never would right? get the chance to see. You know, so right. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Okay, so you finished anguish. You don't know if you really want to go outside of the theater for this break because, like, you're like, mm, a lot of weird shit happened in that movie, and I'm kind of afraid of where I am right now. Yeah, you've already sort of broken the third wall as well with, like, uh, the beast must die as well. Um, yep, yep, yep. The walls are kind of uh, are being broken down. Um, so you, you're having a break. You're watching some trailers. You're like, oh, man, these are these are fun trailers. These are fun trailers. And then, you know, you the movie trailer that ends this batch is uh, Dream Warriors. Oh. Classic. Great movie. Would be uh -huh. probably great to watch in, uh, watch in a theater with a whole bunch of people, right? Uh -huh. um, but do you know what I'm going to watch? New Nightmare. No, 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 no. I was no, no, no. Breaking the third wall, you know? Uh, you know, no, New Nightmare would have been good. New Nightmare would have been good. Um, this movie shares an actress and a setting with new nightmare and is basically with a new nightmare or dream warriors? sorry with dream warriors okay. and is basically a freddy krueger ripoff do you know what this is i feel like i'm gonna know it as soon as you say it and not realize huh. bad dreams bad dreams 1988 i have never seen it this movie, it, you all just fucking lose touch with reality. You have no fucking idea what's going on. This movie is insane because, like, so it's basically, uh, it's very weird having just watched Dead Zone and talked about Dead Zone in right. the future, if you're listening to this. Uh, we did talk about it. We recorded it ahead of time. But 
this is basically um, so in Dream Warriors, um, you know the the girl who's like, I'm beautiful and bad, right? And like she like pulls out the switchblade and then she gets that is horrible. Jennifer from- Rubin is in Dream Warriors, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Jennifer yeah, yeah. Rubin stars in this movie. She stars oh, in this she- movie. So basically, the plot of this movie is a um a she is in a suicide cult. Okay. She's in a suicide cult and they end the cult by burning everyone alive. Everyone in the cult burns themselves alive, self-immolates. Okay? Okay. She survives. She she she, she immolates herself and survives it? No, she doesn't she doesn't oh. immolate. She doesn't want to, but everyone's burning around her. Everything's burning <laughs> and she escapes, she survives. Five suckers? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the the problem is she falls into a 13-year-old, sorry, a 13-year coma when doing uh-huh. something. So it opens in like, you know, late 70s, uh, you know, just like a suicide cult. And then she suddenly she wakes up at, from her coma in a psychiatric ward where she's with all these other teens and all these other adults and all these other people who are going through psychic trauma. Sorry, not psychic trauma, <laughs> trauma but they're going through trauma. And yeah. suddenly she starts to see like flashes of the head of the cult. And, um, you know, that the head of the cult is played by Richard Lynch. Um, and he has, uh, so Richard Lynch is, he's in a lot of B movies. Uh, you'd probably yes. know his face more than you would like recognize him as a name. And you won't. It's not a great face. No, it's not a great face. And it's definitely it's definitely not a great face when it's covered in the most realistic burn makeup I've ever seen. So he's like the, our Kruger, in other words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and let's just say it keeps getting crazier. There's flashes of like weirdness. She has like, there's like some trippy moments with, you know, where she just kind of like disassociating with reality and like seeing him everywhere. And he starts, and like all these people start dying mysteriously and everything like that. And let's just say this movie has a fucking twist that blew my fucking mind watching it and like just made me go like, what the fuck did I just what? What the shit? What the fuck is this that I watched? And it just goes insane. And basically, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to tell you what it is because you need to watch this fucking movie. Okay, it's on my list. You need to watch this movie at like three fucking am where you like are like what the fuck you can watch it any time of the day it's awesome it's a great movie um but it was surprisingly good and it's not what you think it is and it's and it, i i don't understand how it got made because it's one of those movies where you know that i find in a lot of you know in a lot of sci-fi movies they kind of set up the that there is a plausible explanation for what's happening Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 At least they use like scientific mumbo jumbo that doesn't actually work in the real world. Oh no, no. Sorry. I mean, like you know. Oh, it's not. It's not a dream demon. It's sleep paralysis or blah blah blah. Like like a rational explanation, right? Right. But let's just say this movie tries to do that, and it gets it's the it's fucking crazier than if it had just been a fucking <laughs> guy who self-immolated himself back from the dead uh, because yeah you find out what he's doing and it's fucking insane um but yeah so this movie uh i know that when i watched it i watched it late at night and i was like what the 
fucking hell did I just watch? That movie was amazing. I've got to tell everyone to watch this movie. Um, so that's uh, that's what I that's what I want to do for my second last movie. Well, this is my last film, um, and and like you know, um, this is a um, a longer movie though. Um, right. and it continues the trend of films I want to see in the movie theater. It's a film not that old that I absolutely love and I think is really underappreciated. Like even of the films that people think of of recent, um, it is a foreign film. Um, it's a South Korean film. Um, it does have a little bit of possession in it, but by and large it is a um, – and I guess it doesn't fall directly into the American version of Satan, but it certainly walks that walks that. And it's the 2016 film directed by Na Hong Jin, The Wailing. Oh, I Jesus, man! I've not seen like any of your movies. You have not seen The Wailing. Um, it is a film that literally has everything. I would say um, it's a film that's a detective story, but it's also a really personal story. It is a, um, it, it, you know, it, it's about a, a policeman investigating a series of mysterious murders um, and illnesses in a, in a Korean, um, you know, village. Um, it, is, um, it is a film that I really think everyone should sort of see, um, it, you know, who, who's a horror fan. Like, I think it's super un, unappreciated. Um, and, it, and let's say, I think it sort of has everything. It has like magic, it has zombies, it has um, violence, but it also has extremely personal moments. Um, it has a heartbreaking ending. Um, it's gory. It's both gory and also dramatic. Um, nice. It is um, a film that makes you think, but is also viscerally, um, you know, um, engaging as well at the same time. Um, it's a really smart film. It, it really is like a perfectly balanced film is how I describe it. And I can't think of a better way, at least for me, to finish off this movie marathon because I think it sort of has everything. It sort of throws everything against the wall and it all sticks. Um, and um, it's a really impressive film, in my opinion, and underappreciated. So it's a film I'd love to see in the movie theater as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. I cannot wait to watch that. Like that's uh that's wicked. It is two and a half hours. <laughs> hey, might might as well. I mean, hey, that's awesome. I can't wait. That's great. Oh, I can't wait till you get back to me and you've seen this movie. I think you will adore it. Perfect. That's really perfect. great. Oh, I definitely, yeah. I'll definitely watch it. This is a, another one of those movies that has almost been pressed play on a whole bunch of times. So like I'm finding out that it's like, hey, dummy, you probably should have watched these movies. Right? <laughs> uh, I, I think one of the I, I mean, like, I, I don't want to sound shallow, but I had not heard anything about this movie and I'd only seen mm. the poster and the poster looked interesting, but it didn't really evoke what to expect. Um, it's sort of a hard film. I think part of the problem is um, with like a film like other sort of indie horror films have kind of break, broken through in that time frame. It's a really, those are really easy films to describe. Like you could describe very easily without spoiling it, what the metaphor and the premise of the Babadook are, right? Right. Um, the Wailing is not like that. It's a very ambitious film with a lot, and that's it, the Babadook is, and I think that's a great film too. I, I'm just saying it's a much more um, focused film with a focused intent whereas the wailing sort of covers a whole bunch of shit it sort of covers like a korean mythology um 
in the terms of a horror film in a way it's really sort of telling like a dramatic um mythological story set in the real world with different elements of korean demons and and things of that nature so i think it's just a harder film to put your arms around and also whenever your film's like two and a half hours long some people just are going to be like no to begin with you know um yeah yeah and also you know some people for whatever reason because they're stupid won't watch subtitle movies that's the other thing you know yeah yeah no that's very true that's very true um yeah so my, my my final movie um was going to be demons but i decided to change it um sorry no no that's fine you know i could have i could have just stuck with it i mean it's a great it's a great way to end a, end a night but I, you know i, yeah, I decided sure. to go off something uh in the same same vein uh kind of same country one of the creative persons but the the trailer to uh you know to kick it off will be demons just you know in remembrance for the time that I almost had them watch it. Um, they won't know that. They'll be very confused. Um, this kind of works. But I want to do another film that it kind of talks about violence in media and how it affects people and if it affects people and if you watching this movie marathon is going to make you do horrible things. We're talking Dario Argento's Tenebrae. Oh, nice. Yes. Hell yeah. Can you imagine? I would love to see this on the big screen. This movie would yeah, be amazing yeah. on the big screen. And it's got it's got some of the craziest kills in it. It's great. It oh, it's so good. It's so good. It was a toss-up between this and Phenomena, which is like another crazy-ass Dario Argento movie. Weird. Yeah, that movie's weird. fucking weird. One of the craziest Donald Pleasance performances, and that's saying a lot. Considering <laughs> half of that dude's life was just fucking insane, um, yeah. but this stars like the uh, you know well not stars but it has the the one of my favorite John Saxon performances and he just passed away so it's like a good way to kind of like remember remember him because he's just like kick ass and uh, it's basically if you haven't seen this Argento movie this is one of the last Argento movies I saw uh, not due to disliking it but just you know just you know when you watch a person's filmography there's always something that's got to be near the end yeah of course uh and the absolute end will be dracula because i ain't fucking watching that um but (laughs) but this is back when argento was good uh and it's basically about an american writer who is stalked by a serial killer um and he is being harassed uh by you know everyone about his book basically and the killer is like writing about his book and doing things is like justifying his actions with his book Mm -hmm. And it's all about like, ooh, media, violence. And it's actually really, it's really great because it's like, it really is just Argento talking about his own career and the the shit he's had to put up with from people, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I love this movie. And again, it's got some crazy shit in it. Yeah, I almost, um, before I really um, slid myself to the um, premise of it being satanic, um, I almost um, put, uh, you know, almost put deep red on my uh, oh, my list so of films good. because so good. I just wanted. To, I'd love to see it on, in theaters, you know. Best um, Christmas, and I really, movie. I really think it's one of not just one of the bo- best giallos. I think it's one of the best mystery movies of all time. Um, yeah, so good. in general, it's just such a good fucking movie, and you know, um, you're right. Like there was a phase when. Every Argento movie, I think, was just 
fucking great, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of that era. Sort of ends, um, it sort of ends um, with, honestly, with, go ahead. Tenebrae is near the end of it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's sort of what I was going to say is I think yeah. it um, ends with Tenebrae. Um, Which almost should have been his last move. Oh, no, wait. Uh, I would say I love opera. Opera's after that. And opera is one of Okay. I was thinking opera was before that, actually. But it's like really close to that, though, isn't it? Really opera, close. Like, really close. Mid 80s. Yeah, yeah, it's mid-80s. It's, like, right in that period, um, you know, just, you know, don't touch Argento after opera, to be honest, just to be frank. I don't... That's, like, one of the great mysteries to me um, of all time, I think, is, like, what happened to Argento? Well, you see, he you had know? Zachary uh, attach himself to his spine. <laughs> and- <laughs> Those movies are actually written by the character from Brain Damage. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That Dracula is one of the worst fucking films I've ever seen. It is. I'm sure it is. I have only seen a few clips, and one of it is the Praying Mantis clip, which is one of the funniest uh, yeah. things I've ever seen on screen so like, like yeah it's terrible but honestly like the the fucking like penis demon makes sense because like they're so like he it's almost like it's a guy who has never made a movie before like compared right. to a guy who was crazy um skilled and worked for years on films in different capacities like it's almost like a different person it's crazy yeah, I honestly, I don't know. As man. a writer and a director, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe budget things and maybe the way movies are made. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he just, I don't know, had a bad run on LSD or what. Like, just doing <laughs> them forever. We'll never truly know. But, I, uh, you know, I think uh, you got two good options if you're looking to have yourself a movie marathon. You know, you don't have to do it at uh, an all-nighter. We kind of plan it to do an all-nighter, um, you know, and, you know, if you're listening to this, whatever time you're listening to this, and you have your own ideas, uh, we'd love to hear them, right? Like, you know, it'd be cool to hear. I thought at some point with just like the theme you were running with where it started getting psychedelic, we were going to get an altered states in there. Oh, I mean, yeah, that would be great. Altered states would have been fucking great. That's a film that um, I haven't taken LSD in years, but that's a film that if I, when I start watching it, I feel like I've started taking LSD. Like it's fucking, my world is melting around me. It's so crazy, that film. Yeah, that, that movie is just fucking nuts <laughs> um but yeah thank you guys and thank uh, you. have a good week bye Goodbye.